0: Hello, beloved friends. Welcome back to a new season of the Courage Within podcast, episode one. I am so excited, you guys. Today's episode, we're going to dive in to the courage to feel beloved. I don't know about you, friend, but it has taken me a long time to know that I am loved by God and that there is nothing, nothing, nothing that I can do to separate myself from His love. I still don't get it quite a hundred percent because I don't think any of us ever do until we go to eternity. And maybe even then, maybe even then we won't know the vastness of God's love. But I want to assure you, if you are a little bit like me, where you kind of feel like, oh, am I am I really okay? Am I enough? Am I loved, am I seen, am I, am I chosen, am I wanted? Um let me tell you this. Yes, 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 and amen to all those questions that you are searching and wondering about. Because those questions are met in the love of God. This summer I gave myself permission to rest. And the beautiful thing that happened with that rest is that I got so filled up to the very brim of who I am of In all ways, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and I am ready to serve you. I hope this podcast just ignites a passion and a fire in your heart for knowing God's love for your life. God's love has transformed me in every way that I could possibly imagine. I met Jesus 11 years ago. Yeah, it's been, my journey has been more than 10 years now, and I have changed so much in the safety of God's love. And I have become someone that I didn't even think was possible. I think the little girl inside of me kind of freaks out a little bit often because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, is this my life? Is this, is this me? Am I, is this, really happening to me. And I want that same thing for you if you have not experienced that transformative love of Jesus. If you have not experienced the freedom that comes with knowing God and knowing his love deeply. Not perfectly, right? Because I I don't think I'm I'm there yet or I I'm not a hundred percent healed. I'm not 100% um there to any any spectrum of life, right? I am also learning just as you are. But if you are on your journey to faith and and to surrendering your life to the Lord perhaps, let me be the one to tell you right now that he he is a God that starts with love and finishes with love. There's an end cap and a beginning aspect of love that start relationship with Jesus. There is a lot of good things that happen when we come alongside the Lord and make time for God because we can know who we are in him. Let me share a little bit of my story with you, a story that has blown my mind. The way that God worked in my life in in a season when I was searching There was a, there was a moment, there was a very definitive moment in my faith walk where I went from God just being a God of, you know, just like, oh, God is there, like a nebulous type of God to a very intimate and, and, and a God that knew me. Before I share this, I want to preface it with the fact that the Lord has given me such compassion and forgiveness towards my mother and my father in so many different ways. God has given me a the eyes to see my parents the way he sees them obviously I'm not God, so I don't see them perfectly, but I see them as his children. I see them as people who desperately need help and and desperately needed Jesus. My dad is gone, but my mom is still here on earth. Um, and she has blessed me in so many ways in life, but she's also hurt me in a lot of ways in life. And one of the ways that she hurt me that I've already forgiven her for, but that took me a really long time to wrestle, uh, with and, and, left a huge mark in my my heart was an instance when she was really sick. She was in the hospital, she was at a really low point in her in her journey. And I did something that really upset her. And she looked at me and she said, Wow, I can't believe that you have become nothing. That I moved to this country for you to make something of yourself and you're just a mom. At that time I was a stay at home mom with Two little girls, and I didn't have a blog. I didn't have a. I didn't have a job. I had the job of being a mother, which in my eyes was a huge. It was a huge undertaking that I that I took. I thought staying at home with my kids was going to be easy, and it probably was one of the hardest, most challenging, most enriching things I've ever done in my life. It has transformed me. It has molded me, um, and it definitely. Um, made me feel so sad when I heard my mother say that I had become nothing because I didn't have a job that paid me money or a job that someone can say, oh, look at her. So cool. Stay at home mom. I mean, now that I've been a stay at home mom, I look at moms that are stay at home like that, because I know what it takes to be a stay at home mom. And I know it requires a lot of self dying to oneself, right. And dying to that aspect, that your identity equals your paycheck or what you do for a living. Um, so I, I'm with all of the stay at home moms out there and I'm giving you just champion, champion, um, high fives because I think that you're doing an incredible work. And that, if that is the life that God has given you, that is enough. And that matters. But at that time in my life, I started questioning whether or not being a stay-at-home mom was enough for me. And when my mother said those things, it really pierced the core of me. And it, it, it I mean, I was already insecure, but that made me even more insecure about the life that I had, had led up to that point because I had already tried living out my dreams and I had failed. I had moved to New York, I moved to LA, and none of the dreams that I had wanted to transpire by moving to those places happened. So, so I came back home devastated that I, you know, had already failed at my dreams. And for me to become a wife and a stay-at-home mom, it was a big deal. It was me surrendering pretty much my entire identity. I really wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be on Broadway. I wanted to entertain people for a living. That was my biggest dream of all time. However, In my limited knowledge of what God can do and how God works, I I felt like, okay, fine. I'm done with all of that. I'm going to have a stable, stable home. I'm going to be married. I'm going to have kids. And I did that and I felt fine. But when my mother said those things, you are nothing, that word pierced me and it made me feel so unloved. It made me feel like I wasn't enough. It made me feel like maybe she's right right? Maybe she's right. All of these things would just ruminate in my mind. And I thought that I didn't really care about what she had said, but I would see how these words would play out in my life. I was searching for evidence that indeed I had amount to nothing. Well, that was where I found the Lord. That season of life was where I gave my life to Jesus. And I thought to myself, if I am nothing and I have Christ, I still am everything. When I started realizing that his love had nothing to do with me doing something, me performing in a certain way, me, me, be, you know, me bringing cash flow, none of those things had to be first before he loved me. In fact, ooh, I'm gonna get emotional. In fact, his love was transposed to me the minute that I accepted him as my Lord and Savior into my heart. His love filled me to the very brim of who I was. There was a new identity and a new creation in me that I felt, I really felt that the Lord brought so much life and light to me. And yet I still had this, this feeling of nothingness and not being enough. And I kept asking the Lord, like, what is up with me? Like, what's wrong with me? Like legit God, I feel so broken. I feel so empty. I feel so lonely please help me. And my prayers were, God, help me to see myself the way you see me. (laughs) Help me to see myself the way you see me. Well, one day I was doing a Bible study. I think it was a, I was doing a Bible study by Beth Moore and she asked the reader, Hey, has anyone ever said anything unkind to you? And the minute I read that, that word, nothing just popped up in my head. And I was like, yeah, someone has said something to me that was really painful. And then in the next sentence, she said, bring that to the Lord and ask him what he thinks of you. And I was like, okay, like that's going to work. <laughs> but I did it. I asked the Lord, I said, do you think something different of me? Well, I ended the Bible study. I ended my prayer and I went onto my phone and I went on Pinterest because, you know, after you pray and you go on Pinterest and That At that time, it was back when I wasn't reading my Bible too much. I didn't know how to be an avid Bible reader. I felt like the Bible was too cumbersome for me to understand. So it was really crazy that when I went on Pinterest, the first pin that popped up was scripture because I hadn't pinned a lot of scripture on my Pinterest, but it was a huge pin and it said, I will call the unloved beloved in the place where they yelled out, you're Nothing. Romans 9 26. So the scripture is out of Romans 9 25 through 26. And it is, I will call the unloved beloved in the place where they yelled out, you're nothing. You guys, I dropped my phone and I wept, I wept, I wept, I wept so much because I felt like not only did God hear my heart, but he saw my pain. He understood the deep wounds and the hurt that I had endured. And I knew that I was hurt, but I didn't know how much it impacted my life. I didn't know how much I was walking, ass nothing because of what my mother said. And listen, she... I I forgive her. I know that she did not mean to say those words, you know, when we're hurt, we hurt others. And I have experienced this myself. It's not an exclusivity thing about my mom. I hurt other people when I am angry as well. I know that I have always done something to hurt someone else when I am in pain. So not to say that it was right what she said, but just to say that we all have the capacity to hurt one another. And I thought, you know, I can't believe she said that, but what the Lord helped me understand is that he gave me his beloved son so that I could be beloved, so that I could be loved, right? I could be loved, beloved. Being loved is so hard because it requires us to be vulnerable. It requires us to, to accept that, right? It's, it's love and action, beloved, it's loving action God's love met my pain. And if you have pain that needs to be met by the Lord, I just encourage you to ask him. Ask him very specifically for what you need. Ask him very specifically the word that you may be heard, the, the words that, that have penetrated your soul, that have come to rob you of your joy and steal your life. Listen, words are so important. They're so important. It's so important to guard our mouth from what we say, but it also is so important to bring up the words that we think of the most of ourselves and bring them into the obedience of Christ and ask the Lord, is this what you think about me? I hope that you know that you are beloved because God's only son died for you. And on your behalf, he became nothing so that you would become nothing. Rich. There is nothing that you could ever do to lose the love of God. If it worked the way that I thought Christianity worked, which was if I do something bad, then God's going to not love me anymore, then I would never be able to be a Christian. I make so many mistakes, you guys. I make daily mistakes. I sin daily. I, oh, I, as a Christian, I don't sin less. I just have a repentant heart when I sin, now I turn toward the heart of Jesus. Now I turn to the Bible to help me to get out of habitual sin. There's never going to be a time that I don't sin, but there's always a chance for healing and restoration with God. We don't have to stay stuck in the same toxic patterns, in the same toxic wavelengths of what we've heard that we are or what we've said to ourselves that we are, we can be renewed by Christ and his mind and his likeness can become our identity. It can become what we feel. And if you don't feel beloved, if you don't feel enough, if you don't feel seen or heard, I challenge you to ask the Lord of heaven to, to help you to be loved. To, to in action receive his love because it all starts with love and it all ends with love. There's the beginning and the end. They're love. It started with love and it's going to be finished with love. And in that interim, it's Christ who lived on earth for you and I to know that we have a friend to walk with, that we have a friend to, to, to be following after. He loves you so very much. And I pray I want to say a prayer for you so that you could experience being beloved, but I'm going to, I'm going to pray that God would extremely blow your mind about who you are in him. Because when we catch wind of that being beloved by the Lord, we operate different. Everything about us changes because you all of a sudden know who you are. Okay. I'm going to pray for us and this episode is going to be over. I'm so sad that it's over. Stay tuned because we are having so many more fun episodes. I'm so excited to partner with you this year. And I pray that this podcast is something that brings you joy and brings you hope. My biggest prayer is that when you hear my voice, that you hear God and that God would get the glory for this, that he would he would be known through this podcast and that you would know who you are, that you would see yourself as God sees you. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much for who you are. Thank you that you gave your beloved son on our behalf, God. You gave your beloved son up for us so that we could enter your kingdom. That is not a small thing. That is a huge, big, amazing, powerful, majestic, miraculous gift. Thank you, Lord, for anyone who is listening right now, God, that they might feel not loved, that they might feel like nothing, that they might feel like not enough. Lord, would you please help them on their journey to knowing you? I pray, God, for your love to do something radical in them. God, help them to become significant vessels of your healing and your hope. Because Lord, after you transform us and change us, God, then you use us for your kingdom. You use us to, to bring light to others that need help. God, in this life, we want significance, we want importance. We want to feel cool and, and accepted and, and, and like there's something to us, Lord. And we think that it's by getting this job or this this thing or or this boy or this girl or or whatever, this money, this position, this power. God, those things are so empty. They're fleeting. They are cheap substitutes to your perfect love. Lord, help us to see that in you right now, we are enough through Jesus Christ and that there is nothing that we can do to separate ourselves from your love. God, help us to feel beloved and help us to be loved to others. That because we're beloved, that we are loved to others, to ourselves and to others. God, that that there would be nothing, God, no word in us that is tricking us into into lowering the bar of who we are. God, we are heirs of you, and you have given us everything. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here today. I love you so very much. I will see you next Wednesday, God willing. Adios. This has been a Liby podcast, a production of LibyAir.com. Some of the products and services mentioned are paid promotions. Any advice should be confirmed with a qualified professional on all matters. The opinions and ideas are for entertainment purposes only and belong to the Liby trademark. All rights reserved.